when someone comes in, we cleanse the lashes. With and a then cleanser, and lash We cleanser. might prime them with a primer. And then we'll put Bonder on there to try to cure the glue quickly. Then lastly, we might use a sealant or also a nano mister. These are all the tools we use to try to enhance or create longer lasting lashes. What are your thoughts on that? Do we need to use all these things? All those things are very helpful. Are they essential? And the answer is no. You can still get excellent retention without doing any of those things. And conversely, you can use all of those things and still get poor retention. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, Tuss. Hey, Paul. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited to deliver wonderful messages to our Lash Casters. About what? Good stuff. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We have messages for you guys. Did you know that? We have messages. No, we want to talk about retention today. And why we want to talk about retention? Because, well... It's actually the most important thing that you can do as a lash artist. Get great retention, and I promise your client retention will go through the roof. Your demand will go up. You provide it, and they will come. They will. It's just one of those things that a lot of people are talking about more and more, and it's something that we were always, back even in 2008, 2009, 2010, we were always telling people, we would get four-week retention. And I don't mean four-week retention where there's some lashes left, like we see that sometimes. one or two. No, and we're talking about the lashes look pretty good. Like, it's decent. Like maybe the corners are a little bit thin, but there is a solid line all the way across, right? There's no gaps or anything like that. Yeah. Now, see, everybody that's doing lashes can pretty much deliver like at least one or two weeks at best. Yeah. But if you're able to even give one more week, that's one more mm-hmm. set of time. <laughs> set of time. A little bit more time, like a week. Like if you can give them another week or two, you're saving them money, right? Because they don't have to come as often, so they don't have to come in once every three, four weeks versus every two weeks. And you're saving them time, like driving there and all that. So, and so also a big thing. you're able to get more people in your schedule. Exactly. So you have more stability because now let's say instead of having only 20 or 30 clients that come every two weeks, maybe you have 40, 50, 60 clients and you have a much wider base, which allows you, by the way, if you really want to, to expand and hire other staff, because what you can do is you get up to 40, 60 people, and then you say, no, I'm moving 20 of them over to my new team member, and they're instantly at least partway booked, right? Yeah. When I first started, I remember that I didn't really pre-book all that much. Basically, people would start calling me the week, and my schedule would get full. And then I began to realize, as soon as I started getting more people, it's like, if they did not book then, they would not get in. Yeah. So you grow that way. Yeah. So retention is important. I can't say enough. And so today we're going to talk about that. But before, a couple quick announcements. We just want to say thank you again for IBS. It was amazing. We had almost 200 people there and everyone was on their best behavior. We had a lot of fun, but we had no craziness, right? It was all... None of that bad, crazy stuff. Drama-free. Sadly, a couple of gals got actually in a car accident on the way to the thing. Um, really felt bad about that, but they're okay. They turned out there. There's just some little bumps and bruises. Um, so they didn't get to come. But otherwise, it was a flawless night. And we're hoping to do it again next year, guys. Already, we were like, yep, we got to do this again. It was so colorful. It was so Instagrammable. It yeah. was so much fun getting to see, you know, meeting new people and seeing old familiar faces. It was. It was wonderful. And we'll try to do it again next year. But you don't have to wait till next June to do this. 
The real next one to come is LashCon, where we have three nights. Not just one night, but three nights. We have the first night where we have our Lashie Awards, and then we have a person coming in who's going to set up and do our um, karaoke. Last year, we did impromptu karaoke. This time, we got like a pro coming in, and it's going to be really, really slick. Then on the next night, we have our big bash, which is going to be taking over like a nightclub. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. So the thing is that people have asked, what is the dress code? And it's like, it's a cocktail party, right? But it's like a big bash too. So if you want to wear a gown, you can. Most people, I mean, some people do. People wear sequins, satin, whatever makes you feel beautiful, right? It's going to be amazing. It's going to be super cool. Then the last night, last Anarchist Alley is going to be hosting- Our annual pajama party. Our annual pajama party, which has got, I think, something to do with- Alien invasion. Possibly. No, no. It's the theme is out of this world. Out of this world. So it oh, could be okay. anything. It could be alien. It could be unicorn. It could be oh, anything that's out of this fantasy world. Fantasy stuff. And the only rule about it is that you must be comfortable. So okay. there's no high heels unless you. Well, are unless you're comfortable, comfortable high heels. Yeah, slippers. You can wear socks. I mean, honestly, you can wear your PJs. I mean, your boxer yeah. shorts if you, if you want to. So we got those three nights, and then we, of course we have the classes, the learning, and everything. So we have, I think, at this point, less than forty tickets. So go sign up now. And if you haven't, um, you, you know, you've been warned, okay, if the tickets run out, it's too late. Also, what else do we have coming up? Oh, Tusta's last retention course is out. We have um, basically dates coming up. We're taking $200 off our August 6th and 7th Indianapolis. Why? Well, because it's so last second. We know it's only just around the corner, and we want to encourage people to come to Indianapolis and hang out with us. So, it's only $1,600. We are in Vegas, August 27th, 28th. Washington's October 15th, 16th. Boston, November 19th, 20th. Back here in LA, December 3rd and 4th. And it's really all about retention and how you can grow your business by basically giving the best lashes in your area. So, all right. And it's not for beginners, by the way. It's only for people at least doing lashes probably like a year or more. Mm-hmm. If you've been doing it for a few months. And, and you're that's not be, only you know, to preserve your sanity because it's quite challenging. It is going to be hard. And tears aren't good. <laughs> We don't want you crying. We want you to be encouraged. And there is a time. So basically, if you've been doing lashes for a year, you have the muscles and the memory and the ability to get it. All right. So today I want to talk about some of the things I hear people talking about online saying, these are the things you need to do if you want to get better retention. Mm. We talked about retention before. This is not the first time we've talked about retention by any means, but I thought we'd just approach a little bit differently. And also trying to give you a little heads up of why you should be looking at Tessa's class because- there's a lot of good people out there teaching good stuff, but not a lot of people are teaching the way Tuss is doing it. And Tuss has been doing this for 17 years, going on 18 soon. And her clients do go four weeks between appointments. She has a few that go less than that. And they're the ones who really don't like even one lash being missing. But by far, the majority, 80, 90% of her clients go four weeks. And if you're not quite getting that, I think this is the class that's going to change your game and make you the lash leader in your community. Yeah. I didn't even just brag on my ex-employees, the the ones that yeah. uh, I trained with originally. All of the gals that I've taught that have still stayed in the industry, they all have thriving businesses in my same town, which yeah. is just a few, you know, we're just minutes from away from each other. In many cases, I still refer to them. And a lot of them still just do classic because it still works. You very know? full, very good, solid classic. And a lot of our students were now getting photos and feedback from our students from the last year and a half that we've been doing this course. And it's all been amazing. It's been just super encouraging hearing back, seeing photos, seeing people tell us like, oh my gosh, now my clients are going three, four, five weeks. It's really been exciting to watch. Shout out to Anne-Marie, who's always sending me pictures. Yes. <laughs> Way to go, girl. Yeah, she does great. So anyhow, what I want to talk about now 
is the the whole service that we provide as lash artists. As lash artists, let's try to create a great experience. I mean, you see in the hair world where you come in, you get your hair shampooed, and you get a conditioner, and you get mousse and sprays and all these different things. And it's like, that's what you're supposed to do to have a great service with hair. And we have the same equivalent with lashes. We have, when someone comes in, we cleanse the lashes. With and a cleanser, and lash We might cleanser. prime them with a primer, and then we'll put bonder on there to try to cure the glue quickly. Then lastly, we might use a sealant or also a nanomister, or a humidifier, humidifier, you know, make sure there's enough moisture in the air. Yeah, these are all the tools we use to try to enhance or create longer-lasting lashes. So what are your thoughts on that? Do we need to use all these things? Are they necessary? Are they helpful? Well, first of all, all those things are very helpful. They can be. They yeah. can be helpful. Are they essential? And the answer is no. You can still get excellent retention without doing any of those things. And also, conversely, you can use all of those things and still get poor retention because yeah. it's not the accessories. Those are just like accoutrements. Those are accompaniments. Mm. Those are like what I would say garnishes, extras on the side. Yeah. They are not the main reason or the main star. I mean, the truth is this. You don't prime. You don't use bonder. You don't use sealant. You don't mist. The only two things that you do during the service is at the beginning, you'll cleanse the lashes, you'll clean and wash them. And then at the end, instead of misting, you'll actually rinse the lashes again using saline. And that's it. That's all you do, right? Yeah. And it's not necessarily to cure the adhesive. It's just to clear the eyeball. And to make it happy and moisturize it so it's not dried out. Now, that's not to say that I don't have all these tools on hand because sometimes I will use them. Sometimes I will use a primer. Sometimes I will use a bonder. If somebody gives me a product like Lindy uh, from EBL, they've got a sealant out. I'm, I'm trying that out. Ruthie Bell's got a great super bonder. Those kinds of things. I will always try those things, but are they part of my absolute routine? Not every single day because I get excellent retention without it. Because our focus is not on all these different things. Your focus is really on one thing and one thing only. Right. And that is the bond and making sure there's enough glue on a large enough surface area, which will give you that great retention, correct? See, if you break it down to the actual bare bones, right, what are we doing? We are gluing a small fiber of polyester to a hair. The hair is the, the natural lash is the substrate and we are bonding a piece of filament, a fiber to that. Mm -hmm. And what do we need to get the best retention? We need to make sure that it has got the best possible mechanical fit. Mm -hmm. That means they mechanically fit next to each other like a puzzle piece, right? You're going to get the best retention and the best wear when those two fibers are like standing up side by side and they're stuck together without any space in between. And that's going to create the strongest structural bond as mm -hmm. opposed to like, so you've got the hair and then you've got an extension and you put it across like a T. Obviously that's not going to give you that much mm -hmm. bond because there's such a small surface area, right? Yeah. And the connection is, is a bad connection because it's not really fitting. So what you want to do is you get those two pieces together. And in order to get the best possible mechanical fit, you're going to have to use the most adhesive that you can without it leaking out everywhere. Mm -hmm. So let me just give you a mental picture of what I'm talking about. I want you to imagine a dollar bill in your mind and the size and shape of that dollar bill. You got it? And then I also want you to imagine- Oh, wait, mine's 100. Is that okay? You can use 100, use 100 right? You can use 100. And then you're also going to imagine a, the size of a dime, which is somewhat smaller, like a button, right? Okay. Now, most of us have been taught in the lash world to use the smallest amount 
possible because that will still stick. So I'm going to say that's kind of like the size of a dime. Mm-hmm. You put a little flick on there and you stick it together and it will, st- it will remain stuck. Right. But if you have the size of a dollar and you stick, you know, you glue it all together and you put another dollar on top of it, it's going to be very hard to peel those apart. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not talking about excessive amount of adhesive where you put the glue onto the dime and you put it onto the counter and it squishes out outside of the circle of the dime. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm using... That's what I do. Is that what you do? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I do. No, as lash artists, we want to use the exact right amount so there's nothing squishing out or peeling out, pooling out at the base. But if you imagine that you get more surface area on there, it's going to bond a lot better. So it's going to behave better. So my point is that you can use a primer. You can use a bonder. You can use the, the humidifier. You can do all these things to enhance the bond. But if you've only got the smallest surface area, Area, it's mm-hmm. only going to apply to that small dime size as opposed to a whole dollar. Does that make sense? Yeah, the biggest thing, and I think this is something we've talked about before, obviously, but it's really important to get, and that's why, why we'll continue to talk about this, is it all these other things are helpful, right? If you have a poor bond, is what we'd say, these things will enhance and improve your odds, right? Because they are, the bonder is curing the glue a little quicker. You are clean the lash and make sure there's no gunk on their foot when you use the primer that may cause it because there's so little glue there, the bond is going to be weak and it's going, so these things will improve it. But you could completely bypass all that by just saying, guys, just use more glue and you don't have to worry about any of these other issues except for, it sounds like in your case, special situations where like, you know what? I need a bonder for this. Oh, I'm going to prime this for this one situation. But by far, the majority of your clients never have to deal with those issues. That's not something you work with. You just get in there, clean them, and then you get in there and place the lashes and let the larger surface area and more glue create that solid bond that we like to call an integrity bond since it really came out of our business. And that way it lasts and you don't have to worry about doing 80 different things to get optimized retention. It's like worry about one thing. Because even if you do all those things, it's still not going to be as strong as using more adhesive over like, a larger surface like area. You can't shine or polish a turd, right? They say, right? It's like, it's still a turd at the end. If, you're, if you have a bad bond, it doesn't matter what you, extra stuff you do. You may get an extra day or two out of it, but it's not going to be like two weeks of retention when you follow these extra protocols. That's right. It's like trying to build a house out of cardboard, right? I mean, Which I do Every weekend, I go in my backyard and I start building houses. So far, not no no good. Okay, so we talked about all the things that you can do, right? But I want to say that maybe some of you who've been listening to me for a while have heard me talk about this before, and you're like, yeah, I've tried more adhesive, and yeah, it's somewhat helpful, but I still don't get the same bond yeah. that I want. Let me explain why. One of the reasons is because the way that lash artists are trained is prohibitive, actually, to use more glue because of our perspective. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me explain. All of us have been trained to do lashes, what I call flat on the pad. So basically, imagine the pad underneath... The gel pad. The gel pad, right. And those top lashes are lying flat on top of it. The tips are pointing towards the client's feet, right? They're flat on the pad. Now, when you go to isolate, you take your tweezers and you put them deep inside those lashes and you separate them. The tweezers, the tips of your tweezers are touching the pad and you're looking down as if you were looking... like you're looking down on the street and you're looking through a grate, right? Mm -hmm. That's the perspective. So what happens is you instinctively don't use as much glue because you know that if you do, it's going to be hitting the pad and it's going to be gluing the pad, right? It's also very hard to actually determine 
where the base of the lash is because you're in the position of the lashes are flat on the pad. Now, I want you to compare that looking down, looking flat on the pad, as opposed to the lashes being in the up position. So they are not resting flat on the pad, but they are up. They are at a 90 degree angle. They are sticking up like blades of grass growing out of the ground, right? Now, instead of placing your tweezers on the pad, you don't need to now because they're up in the air. Your tweezers are going in between those blades of grass at the base where they're coming out of the ground. When you're looking at it from this position, so it's not above looking down through a grate in the grass. Now you've backed up and you're looking at the grass or the hair growing out at the horizon. Mm -hmm. When they're in the horizon or that 90 degree position, you can actually see everything around it. You can also see the hair And you can make sure that you get that adhesive in a much better coating and right into position so that it's not going to stick the pad. So basically what I'm saying is that you need to change your entire perspective. And it also means that it's going to change your hand positioning. That's one of the reasons why I say our class is not for beginners because it's it can be really challenging, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the perspective. I want your perspective to change so that you can get a better view, so that you can actually get a better fit. That's really going to change. I mean, you can do it the other way. You can, mm-hmm. make, you know, if you've been doing lashes for years and years, if you are able to lift them up a little bit and get more adhesive on there, it's great, but there's an easier way to do it. Yeah. And I would say this is why you need to take the class with us. I mean, in the end, we can talk about this stuff theoretically over uh, the radio waves or the podcast, you know, that we're on here, but it's, it's not going to really gel or really make sense until you sit in the room, test it breaks it down over like a whole day and just completely change your mind shift, mind shift, your mindset on lashing. She's going to challenge everything you know about lashing. And then on the second day, you're going to get two models and she's going to really work with you and get you to where you get the concept down. You're not going to perfect it in the first day, but you are at least conceptually going to be like, oh, I get it finally. And you'll have access to all these videos when you're done. We send all the videos to you so you can watch them, so you can refer to them when you're done or while you're practicing and learning on the craft. So I just want to encourage you, if you're listening, going, well, this sounds great. I'll go home and I'll try it. Or some people have said, I have tried it. Hasn't worked yet. Actually, I've had some people emailed me or DM me and said, no, I am doing a little bit what you teach and I have seen improvement. But if you want to get the most of it, this is our pitch to you. You should sign up for one of our five classes from pretty much two in August, October, November, December. Lots of places. We're all over the country. We're probably close to you in some place where you can come and take this on hands on. And so I just want to encourage you guys to really seriously consider that. I know it's not cheap, but you can divide it into four payments right now. So you don't have to pay it all at once. It's like literally four payments or four months. So it's really easy. But I really want you guys to think about it because we want you to improve your attention because the real benefit to you the real thing is you are going to grow your business. If you're suffering where people are not coming back, they're coming once and leaving, most likely it's because you're not giving them great retention and they want to go somewhere where they can get two, three, four weeks. And we want you up to that four weeks because then the word will be on the street. Everyone will be talking about you and cut to a year from now, your books will be full. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that you can immediately do to help pick up more adhesive is I want you to dip that extension further up into the adhesive. Mm-hmm. If you're using a fan, go all the way up to the girdle. Make sure that you go in and out so that you pick up and you have a ball on there. Now, I know that we've all been taught don't have that ball on there, but I want you to use that as an instrument as if it were a paintbrush or a calligraphy pen. 
pen, you're getting the ink. The ink is the adhesive, and you're going to precisely place that on. You can always tap more off. Do not worry about tapping on the pad. That's another thing. Yeah, it's one of those weird things that people say you shouldn't do, and we're like, why? And they go, well, because it puts a lot of vapors around the eyes, which can be an irritant. And, and girl, if yeah. you're worried about that, we should not be putting extensions onto the eyelashes because it's actually closer. Yeah, yeah, you're going to place 150 times near the eye, even closer than the gel pad, which is far from the eye. So, no, relatively speaking. No, no, so. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Just you want to improve your retention, start picking up more adhesive. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, that's why the hands-on training is so important. Yes, you can try this experiment, but if you want cut some corners and get to that learning curve, cut it down so you get it today versus taking the next year experimenting, trying different ways so you finally find that sweet spot. That's why you should take the class. Now, other reasons why they, they say the glue, you know, let's say we say, okay, use all these things we just said earlier. That will help your retention. Great. And, and, they, and you use some of them too, but not necessarily. That's not the real problem. What about fresh glue? Do they need to have fresh glue? Does that affect their retention? No. It doesn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. If you are so locked into one specific movement that you're doing, and it's got to be the exact same every single time, and you're not able to change it, then I would say that a non-fresh glue, you could possibly affect it. Why? Because when the adhesive gets a little bit more gummy, you might have to use like a little bit more, or it cures just a little bit faster. If you can't deal with that slight change, then you need to toss it and use one. But I don't. I'm able to, I guess, recalibrate for the viscosity. If it's a little bit more viscous, I'm going to treat it just a little bit differently. That's all. If it dries super fast, I've heard some people say, don't use super fast curing glue because it bonds too fast. Well, if it's super fast bonding, I'm just going to pick up more so I have a little bit more playtime, right? Those kinds of things. If you're able to adjust, if you're able to discern what you need, you don't need to. The glue doesn't expire. The only reason why you'd change it is, is if you weren't able to change your technique. Yeah, it's not like milk. It's not like spoils. And I think some people think sometimes when the glue gets bad, it won't dry or cure as well. Like it will be ineffective. It will be weak. That's not happening. It might cure faster and and you might not have placed it exactly the way you want. But for most, I actually like it when it gets a little bit gummy because it grips faster. I I like more. That's a personal preference. Yeah, and that's personal. Some people may say, I don't like that. I like it when it's really nice and runny. So if you can't adapt and you're like, no, no, I only like it one style, one way, it makes sense. Yes, change out your glue dot, Mm -hmm. get rid of it change whatever works best for you. But by far, the majority of people reach out to me. They're like, hey, I stopped changing my glue dot and my lash retention is still fine. The glue dot has nothing to do with retention. It's it's a matter of preference of what you want. Even if the glue becomes more gummy and more viscous, it's still curing by anionic polymerization. It's still doing the rapid chains. Yeah. That process is not degraded. Now, I, I know some people get scared when they see that you rinse the lashes after a saline and they were, well, you're getting shock polymerization, which means the bonds are not are weak. And that means the lashes are not going to last. Is that an issue? Nope. Not I, I, I see these questions. If I don't know the answers, I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah, I sorry. No, I mean, let's just talk about anecdotally. So yeah. I've been doing this. I started in 2006 and with the salon, um, yeah. personally done over 60,000. Yeah, with everyone combined, somewhere 60,000, 70,000 sets of lashes were done during that time. Everyone I've been doing rinsed. lashes full time, you know, every single day, except the weekends, right? Yeah. Um, I don't have that issue. Uh, it, it doesn't turn all white. It doesn't weaken the bond. Mm-hmm. When I rinse the eyes, it makes sure that the client 
person's eyes are happy and rehydrated. There's no foreign bodies in there. There's no stinging. We know that the adhesive is an eye and skin irritant. It can tend to dry out during the service when you hydrate it with the with the saline solution it's comforting it's we're rinsing all that particulate out which people say it's the fumes but it's, it really behaves like a particulate yeah. you're rinsing all that away it's fabulous it does not impact the retention however mm-hmm. if your retention is so bad that a slight bit of water can uh it's the, the force enough to dislodge that weak weak bond yeah yeah that's a problem but it's not the problem of the saline it's the problem of your bond yeah i mean if people are brushing their lashes and they're, and they're all popping, popping off, off it's not the brushing i, I mean it's not yeah, yeah it's it's, not it's because you use such a small amount of adhesive it does not have the power to withstand the force of the brushing yeah i mean for the longest time we used to put all i mean even in the early days we'd see this all over the place and we never did this but People would be like, okay, make sure you don't touch your lashes. Make sure you don't do anything steam. Make sure you don't go swimming. Make sure you wear That's goggles. That's what I did. I sent people home with goggles. Yeah, yeah the all these thing. things. Because you're saying basically you want your life to be easier. So come get lashes. Except I have 80 rules now that you have to obey if you want your lash extensions to last. And we were like, no, no, no. That's not the way it works here. Once you figure it out more surface area, then really for us, we said we want lashes to make your life easier, not more difficult. And we have almost no rules for you. When you get your lashes, enjoy them. That's it. I mean, basically, we'd say you probably don't need to use mascara anymore. But even then, once on Blue Moon, a client likes, I can't help myself. I'm using mascara. Fine, go ahead. But the idea, if the bond is strong, you can sleep on them. You can do sports. You can do all these different things. And they will still hold up and look good Mm -hmm. for three, four weeks. Yeah, they can withstand washing. They can withstand lots of oil. They can withstand sleeping on a concrete pillow. They can, whatever, whatever it is. You know, I'm just saying some people get funky with how they sleep. Yes. (laughs) Um, So they can just live in them. It makes it super, super easy. Yeah, the goal is basically, I think we said, don't use a a eyelash eyelash curler. curler. That was like it. Don't use an eyelash curler because that will wreck them. And otherwise, you can live your life the way you need to live them and not sit there and worry about all the things that are going to wreck your retention. As long as you have a great bond, it can I'm telling all you, that. getting the best possible mechanical fit will change your business. It will change your client's routine. People will seek you out more because no one's going to be able to deliver the kind of longevity that you can. And that is really the key. Yeah, that is key. So... All right, I think that's all. I think we we hit a lot of good stuff. Hopefully it helped you with some perception or some maybe um, mindsets you had about lashes, of what does cause bad retention, what does cause good retention. Really, in the end, we want you to realize it's all about getting more surface area. And as Tess tried to describe, you know, popping those lashes up, we call it popping the lid, where you get them point up straight up. At a 90-degree angle. So you can see the full lash and make sure you're attaching the full extension to the full lash to, at the, to and the base. And if it feels frustrating to you, I, I'm sorry, it's going to because yeah. you're used to holding your tweezers a certain way. You're used to looking at it with a different perspective. So um, just try one or two things that we've talked about, yeah. more adhesive, you know, popping them up a little bit and just know that it's going to be a, a reworking that all those muscles. Yeah, and then if you otherwise, you know, take our class, guys, I promise you, it is well worth it. I've not had one person yet complain or say that was a waste of their time. Everyone's taking their course, has absolutely loved it. And and pretty much universally, we're hearing this more and more, best class they've ever taken. I mean, Lily, compare, I mean, these people are taking from a lot of the big names and they've taken our little humble class. And they're like, okay, I love my other teachers, my instructors, but this class 
is a game changer for them. So I would love you guys to to try it. We love to it see will, you there. It will change your mind. It will. Now, by the way, we're doing a little promo in July because you know what, guys, what we need. We need your reviews. We need your encouragement. It's actually, it really helps us a lot. If you have ever gotten any encouragement from, from this podcast, you know, we do this for you for that reason. And getting a review is honestly, it's like the gas in the tank. It is what we live for because it's proof positive that we're making an impact and we are helping to change your business and your life. And that's why we do it. So we are asking in the month of July for you to take Gosh, maybe a minute of your life. I know you're all busy, but just if you could just take one minute, write a short, just two, three sentence review, post it on Apple Podcasts, and just let us know that uh, you enjoy and that you've or been getting how something. How it's helped you. Yeah, it's how, yeah, share something that's helped you, something that you've improved in. Then screenshot that, take a screenshot of it, and post it on Instagram and tag us. And you'll be entered into a drawing in July where we're going to give at least away, we just came up with this thing, but we're going to give at least away the rest of the year. We have like five, I think, webinars, four or five webinars left. You get all those webinars for free. So you won't have to pay for any of them, okay? So that's at least a few hundred dollars worth of value. And we will give that probably to more than one. I, I would love to hand out a bunch of these to you guys. So go right now, right? Stop the after this podcast. Go write that review, screenshot it, and tag LashCast. And then we will enter your name and we'll reach out to our winners in August and let who know who has access to our webinars. And who knows, maybe we'll throw in some other goodies and all that because we really do appreciate you guys. You mean the world to us and we definitely need the reviews. It helps us with Apple. Apple likes us more and promotes us more. And, and we're just so excited to see our podcast over these last year just kind of explode. And it's all because of you and what you're doing. So help us with that. That'd be great. Otherwise, guys, I want to I think we're done. We're out of here. We're, that's a wrap, right, Josh? Yeah, it's a wrap. All right, we're good. Hey, I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my little Lash Skunk Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. Bye.